y'all. This is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels, squee into the ether, and sometimes swoon over problematic stuff. If you like the show and you have access to it, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Our goal is to hit a thousand reviews by the end of the year, and we're only 130 off. Rating, even without a written review, helps us so much, and we appreciate it. This week, we're starting out with a Patreon shout-out. Chantel T., you can trace your lineage back to Dionysus. While most people only know about him being the god of wine, which is pretty great on its own with all the revelry and whatnot, we've recently learned there's so much more. For one thing, Dionysus was associated with rebirth, with the grapevines needing to be pruned back dramatically and going dormant in the winter in order to bear fruit again. That's one reason you're so good at pivoting when something doesn't work out. Plus, I don't know if you knew this, but Dionysus invented dolphins. I know, it shocked me too. So, you've got some unexpected tricks up your sleeve even now. Make sure to check out our Patreon, where you can get over 100 bonus episodes, videos of regular episodes, and other extras like shoutouts, behind the scenes, virtual trivia, and book club. This week, Aaron and I recap a truly, wonderfully bonkers historical romance, Duke of Sin by Elizabeth Hoyt. Hold on to your butts! We're here. We're here. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be a whole chant, but it was just—it was just that we are, in fact, here. And then I abandoned it. it. (laughs) How's it going? You look fantastic with your purple messy bun and your makeup and your new glasses. I have new glasses. Yeah, I got some new glasses. You're serving up looks for sure. Thank I'm serving you. up sweatshirt. I'm serving up woke up 10 minutes ago. I'm serving up allergies. I like it. Thank you. It's a whole thing. It's mm-hmm, so sexy. Sure. Well, so I do want to talk about my shirt. I have a new shirt. It says so many ooks, books, and ooks, yeah. Little time. And so little time. He's, and what is he's it? It's maybe an alien. It's an octopus holding it's a bunch an octopus. of books. I'm sorry. Is oh wait, wait, did we see that shirt? Didn't you? Maybe I've seen it. No, that was a different octopus shirt that I sent you. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. No. So yeah. a package arrived a couple of weeks ago, and I had no idea where it was from. And it turns out Michael had seen a sale at one of like our our favorite little shirt boutiques online, and he decided to get all of us in the family a shirt. And so oh. mine is very, so it was this big surprise. And suddenly I had a new favorite shirt and um, he got himself one that says uh, that has a little panda on it with a bunch of uh, bowls of noodles and some chopsticks. And it says, oh, yeah. send nudes, which is adorable. And yes. mentioned that shirt before yes. either to me or on the show. I am still just fucking floored <laughs> that your husband is wearing a shirt with a panda on it. I know. Because Michael 
has hated pandas since the beginning of time. Yeah. Like, not just, like, casually hated pandas, but, like, (laughs) with a fiery passion, hated pandas. Would, like, get mad at his sister for mentioning pandas. (laughs) Right? Am I wrong? Well, not in front of her. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. He doesn't actually get mad about it. He just thinks it's hilariously funny. It's sort of a bit. You know, I have seen him get mad about it. No, I, I know. Acknowledge that it could be a bit, but part of the bit how, is how mad he is about it. No, he'll, yeah. but he is. He's like, they're fucking useless. Why are we worshiping an animal that will not fuck? Like it's going <laughs> extinct because it will not fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. That seems, you know. <laughs> I saw him one time do like a whole panda skit in anger. Being like, hey, panda, you're going extinct. Would you like to fuck this other panda? Or would you like to... Um, nom, 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 nom. Uh, All I want to do I, is eat bamboo. Um, nom, 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 nom. It's true. <laughs> anyway, it's it's crazy to me that he's gotten over this there, in, yeah, in any capacity. Let me, let me tell you this. It's not about the panda. Aaron, it's about the noodles. Well, that offends me as well. And I think you know why. I just love dumplings. Because people should just be allowed to love what they love and not be taunted for it, especially when it's a food. There you go. Maybe I just wanted some dumplings, Michael. And now it's 10 years later and I'm still getting shit for saying I love dumplings at a buffet. That's all. That was also a bit. Oh my god! And Ben was there too. Ben really took it over. He did. It was they fed on each other's energy to humiliate me for eating food (laughs) at a buffet. No, what terrible! So really, both take the they they both take the blame. Man, for that we love some terrible humans, Aaron. Always, always. Always. Speaking of loving a terrible human, (laughs) let's talk about two. Holy shit! Wait, I thought this was Aaron Catnip through and fucking through. Is it not? I don't know. Yeah! <laughs> I think I have to. I don't. I don't know. It's I was everything. just so confused the whole time. Oh, I can't it wait. Is everything. I can't wait to talk Most about. Most dramatically, it is so much trigger warning. Yeah. So, so we have to do a Good whole morning. trigger warning morning warning segment. Hello. Um. Bing, bong, bong, bird click. We are going to be discussing uh, discussions of rape. There's no rape on the page, but there is a lot of talk about... Is there no rape on the page? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. They have very dubious consent. They do? Oh, yes! What? That first time? Are you kidding me? She... What? She says housekeeper. She never. No, she never indicates she wants to do this before she's naked. She absolutely does. She does to us. Eventually. No, she does. I don't know. I I found it to be dubious. Two chapters before, she talked about how she was falling in love with the Duke of Montgomery. Sure, sure, sure. But to him? No, yeah. I mean, no external indications. Yeah. Okay. But she gave. Listen. No. Listen. Was it fun to read? Yes. Was the consent dubious? <laughs> yes. Perhaps. <laughs> I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you. I didn't. I just didn't read it that way. I'm, this is shocking. He thought she was a virgin and he just shoved it in. 
<laughs> Again, was it fun to read? Yeah, yes. it really was. <laughs> should he? Should he have maybe said, "Is it cool if I shove it in now?" Also, probably yes. so. Listen, am I yes. trash for the Duke of Montgomery? I guess so. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I, are we both trash for this book? <laughs> yes, we're trash for it. Yes. Okay, listen, I'm, but we have to take it back to the trigger warnings. Yes. There's a lot of discussions of, like, violent, bad, like, pedophilic rape. And if that is a thing that really gets you, I would love for you to take care of yourself and turn this off. Yeah, just turn this off. Because, honestly, you might be like, oh, maybe I can read the book and just skip the you pedophilic rape portions. You, you can't. can't. It is replete. Yeah, listen, it, there again, there's none of that on the page there are some no, descriptions no, no. and there are multiple just mentions of the things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like in addition to like if you want to turn it off right now we love you and we hope you have a wonderful we day we love you and thank you for the download yes. and the five star review we appreciate we do you love those thank five you star reviews thank you if you do do the download we can't tell if you listen to it <laughs> so just go ahead and turn it off it's fine with us but also while we go through it I will also say, like, skip ahead a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be talking about a thing. So either way, you mm -hmm. want to handle it, listener. We trust you and we love you. Mm -hmm. Now, listener, you might be out there and say and saying to yourself, "I can deal with some dubious consent, sure. and I can deal with, with some pedophilic corporate sure. elite." However, 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 if you can't deal then. with child abuse, <laughs> also big red flags all also. over the place. And then, and if you can't, the most animal cruelty <laughs> you've ever read in a book, ever read on a page. And I know we're laughing through this, but it's mostly because it's highly uncomfortable. It's highly <laughs> uncomfortable and highly fiction. It's so very fiction. Like, oh yeah, so, I just because it's it's all at a level. It, this whole book is at eleven. Yes, this whole book is turned up to the max, yes. and it's so. It's so much that it's not to me, at least personally. This is a bonkers this book, book. Was so much that it it was not it was like past a disturbing Same. because it was so Same. ridiculous. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't. I wasn't triggered by anything, and a lot of times, a lot of these things trigger me. But it was just like so outlandish, or like hopefully outlandish, you know, that I uh -huh. couldn't. It was very fiction in my brain. Yeah, exactly that. It was almost, it was similar to me, like Split. Yes. Split had some of the <laughs> most craziest child yeah, yeah, yeah. I've ever read. Yes. But it was so crazy that it was just kind of like, ah, right, okay. right, right, right. And not, not And it's disturbing. also not like that because there aren't, because Split also had like incredibly graphic descriptions and like a lot of it was present mm -hmm. tense and flashbacks and stuff. So it's not even yeah. like that. For me, there were multiple levels of distancing that it yes. was fine for me. But again, and, and I don't know if this is clear enough from the trigger warning about descriptions of pedophilic rape, but there's also like if child sexual abuse, <sighs> it's like that. I know they're hand in hand, but I just gotta say it out loud. <laughs> Those are the trigger warnings that I can currently think of. Uh huh. And mm -hmm. I think I kept mm -hmm. a pretty good track. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, there's a duel, I think, almost. I think that's it. Oh, and there's murder. Oh, yeah, there is some murder. <laughs> there's a couple of, um, couple, couple of very graphic, in-the-moment murder. <laughs> 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 
But he also has reasons. He's got reasons. And there are some kidnaps oh, where listen. he does not have reasons. Listen, there's a, there's a kidnap. Fuck! God damn it! <laughs> okay. Well, so, the consent is all fine on the page. It's totally I fine. I meant with him and her, so not with, with Hippolyta. Hippolyta is That's poor thing from start either. to finish. <laughs> um, but as far as the couple is concerned, I was cool with all of it. Okay. Here we go. We've got we Bridget and Val. And Bridget, good morning, is a housekeeper and she's doing a snoop. She's doing a big old snoop. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, oh, and she's got a miniature in her hand that she found in a secret compartment of a a miniature headband. Is headband? Like, headboard. It's like a little, a little tiny picture. Tiny little picture. Tiny little picture. And it's, um, it's a miniature. Is this, is this what's her name's miniature? It's Hippolyta's miniature. Listen. Listen. The blackmail in this book is so fucking confusing all the time. It's just there's so much of it. Our hero is a blackmailer. He is blackmailing so many people at at the same time. Mm -hmm. It is so hard to figure out. And we also get descriptions of past blackmails. The previous blackmails that he's done. So yeah. And then people are trying to blackmail him. Which is also confusing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, mm-hmm. listen. Okay. She's looking Which for this miniature. Is miniature. This? It's hip, it, it's Hippolytus. So, okay. Then she hears this like aristocratic drawl come from a dark corner. Oh. And he's like, Mr. Mrs. Crumb. And she drops the miniature and kicks it under the bed. And she's like, oh, I thought you were on the continent. But really, he has been. <laughs> because, because, because. <laughs> Tell me everything. Because. Didn't he fuck someone's niece? God damn it. <laughs> He keeps kidnapping. He won't stop. So, okay. oh yeah, he kidnapped her too. Yeah, shit. He can't because at the very beginning I was like, oh, is this just like a trash man's devil in winter? I, I was like, you know, which is fine. Which is great. Like here which for is it. Fine. Here for fine. it. But then it goes off the rails immediately. <laughs> so it's, it's totally different. But at the beginning, it was like, okay, so Valentine, the Duke of Montgomery, has has been banned. From England. All of England. Shore to shore. Can, can you imagine <laughs> Duke of Montgomery? How many Dukes are there? You know, like total, like 12? Like 16 of Duke them. of Montgomery. Yeah. Your band, get, get off out. of England. You have get to leave your Ducal estate. Because you have kidnapped <laughs> too many women. Stop I it. I think it was just the one, but it was a very powerful man's one. It was one. two. It was two. It was, it was two. two. It was two. Yes. Hippolyta. I kept on saying Hippolyta in my head the whole time. It is I said hippopotamus every time, and she's lovely and a nice girl, and I liked her, but I'm sorry, hippopotamus is his third kidnapping. No! I swear to you, it was kid done more. And they're all like the richest, most connected heiresses yeah, in England. Because he he wants a prize. He is the Duke of Montgomery, and he deserves a prize on his arm. He wants to marry the best lady in England, the most beautiful and the most richest. And he will not settle he for anything less. Why they won't? Why they won't just marry? No, him. he knows exactly why he won't marry them, and he doesn't care. That's the best part. He's just like, I'm not even going to bother trying true. to woo these bitches. I just have to start with kidnapping. Step one, kidnap. <laughs> and then go from well, there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it is a love language for some. It is. 
we're talking to you, HBK. That's right. Okay. Okay. Listen. So she's like, this is the bonkersest thing for me. All right. He has been banished Mm -hmm. from all of England at times. And so instead of leaving for the continent, which everyone thought he has done for three months, count them, 12 weeks, he has been in his own walls. He's been a wall person the whole time. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, maybe there's like a very complicated, totally. um, like, uh, like tunnel system, system yeah. in the house <laughs> that leads to other very like <laughs> lavish rooms, like in, um, like in the, in the Scottish the, Times book. No, no, I was thinking of the um the 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 vampire duke, the Manz- Manzanias. Oh, remember yeah. they found that like secret That's place. That's right. Listen, it's not it, that is not <laughs> the case. He was living in the walls like a rat. <laughs> he had one tiny room. It. She finds out yeah. later. She does a snoop around there later because she she's only there. We find out because she's the daughter of a a lady ship and. He's blackmailing her biological mother. Mm-hmm. He has some letters that basically her biological mother was like, I need you to go and do this job for this absolutely dangerous, heinous man so that you can get my mm-hmm. letters back. Please and thank you. I know I did literally nothing for you in your whole life, but I do need this. Yes, I was a famous rich lady. So what I did do was sneak off to the countryside mm-hmm. and have you in a cottage and then give you to like some randos. A farmer. But now I am back in your life and I mm-hmm. do need you to do this dangerous mission Don't for me. worry. I'm going to give you a reference that makes you like the peakest of peaky housekeepers yeah. in the whole land. I'm going to make you a great That's housekeeper. That's what I'm going to do for you since you were 12. Again, she's like royalty or whatever. Ugh. So anyway, she's there because she's the best purist bestest person in the whole wide world and she's like sure i owe you my life and my loyalty meanwhile i was thinking the whole time no you fucking don't Mm-mm. anyway so she does a snoop later to see if the um the letters are in this like hidey hole of a room and i shit you not it is a hidey hole of a room there are, there's dust everywhere there's like mm-hmm. a a cot a desk a chair some books mm-hmm. Some tinkering mm-hmm. things that he's building to mm-hmm. like make ships run around on the yeah, table. That shit never, that came, never back. came back. I really thought that was gonna Me come too. back. That was like two pages. She finds this like pirate ship. It's like times and there's extremely intricate and it's like stuff on it moves around. Um and this is like seventeen Yeah. So like it's not like it's got a little motor I in there. I believe this is the Georgian period. Stop and it! I think Stop! That's the shut your whole <laughs> mouth right now! Stop it! Because maybe the king's name is George. I don't know. There's a Prince William, so it's probably nowadays. Contemporary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, yeah. So he's been back there being a tinker toy man, like using the tiniest screwdrivers in the world to the light of a single candle for three months but also he's been like looking in the little peepholes of the house he's just watching everybody naked all the time like seeing what they do but the can but the consent in this book is fine listener (laughs) it's fine listen so she knows that he knows that she's been a snooping about Mm -hmm. and has like literally caught her in the act and has probably been watching her snoop for three months because she has been <laughs> systematically searching every single room in his house uh-huh. since she got there. 
Would you like to know what he looks like? I thank you, Aaron. Yes, I leave that to you. This really saves it. This really <laughs> saves it. Okay, the Duke was neither a particularly large man nor what one would normally think of as intimidating. <laughs> Quite the opposite, in fact. His face might have been carved by a Greek sculptor, so perfect were his cheekbones, lips, and nose. His eyes were of the clearest azure. I swear to God, the word azure. Yeah, azure. Is so much. Yeah. The, azure <laughs> is the French doors <laughs> of the Duke of Sin. Okay. His curling hair was the color of pol- polished guineas and quite gorgeous, which the Duke obviously knew since he wore it long, unpowdered, and tied at the nape of his okay. neck with an enormous black with bow. With an enormous he black wore an elegant velvet purple. bow that he's been wearing for three months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost I almost said out loud to you just now, quit making me laugh, I'm trying to do something here. <laughs> I don't know why. That's the whole point. <laughs> this, is the, this is the show. <laughs> okay. He, he wore an elegant purple velvet coat over a cloth of gold waistcoat embroidered in black and crimson. I love how flamboyant this man is. Me too. He's such a dandy. I love an elegant flamboyant man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fountains of lace <laughs> fell from wrist and throat as he lounged in a winged armchair. One long leg thrust forward. Diamonds on the buckles of his shoes glinted in the candlelight. His grace was urbane male sophistication personified, but anyone who therefore dismissed him as harmless was a rank fool. Rank fool. Which is also stinky an fool. insult I would like to use. <laughs> to use. A stink idiot. That's you. You <laughs> Okay, so I want to know okay. how he's yes. not just like, like floofing dust Disgusting. everywhere. Yes, he hasn't had a well, bath. Did he in three just months. come out? Has he? Has he not had a bath since he came he out of the wall? He has to ask people for a bath. Nobody can know he's there. What if he asked uh, uh, Mehmet? Mehmet is at a an inn because he's been ill, and the oh, and right. the little Alf, the the little urchin, his personal urchin, Alf can't make no a bath all by the onesie. That can't happen. You're right? He's probably. Very stinky and dusty at this yeah. moment. I was thinking that maybe he had gotten clean. There's up. no fucking way. Like there is, there is, and also he has a val, a valet, a valet that mm-hmm. has to dress him anyway. I don't think he knows how to dress himself. This this Duke of of Fuckgummery. So it's a <laughs> Duke of Fuckgummery. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wait, so now tell them about the the palm bite. You have to tell them about it, Aaron. Okay, so like he does he does be like Okay, so <laughs> So he does be like come come over here, which get I closer really, to me. I was really into the moment where he beckoned her closer with his forefinger and she saw a flash of jeweled gold rings and he's like, "Come. Give me I liked that." <laughs> then he just like held out his hands. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, put your hands on my hands. And then, like, <laughs> she puts her hands on his hands. And he's like, I did know I did fuck a slutty this lady once. in Greece who did say <gasps> that she could, like, tell all the futures of somebody by their palms. Oh, the and especially red. that, like, fleshy bit under your thumb. Like, the Venus's the, the mount. Most, the Mount of Venus, maybe. The Mount Venus. Yeah. yeah. The the more the more chubbier that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. the more hot you are in bed. The better smoocher that you are. Look how big old serious minus clumpy one right there. <laughs> Sorry, we were holding our 
Venus mounds up to the camera. If you're a patron, you saw the video. (laughs) So he says that and she's like, okay. And then he just leans forward and bites her thumb. Bites the shit out of her mound of Venus. Out of her mound, and she's like, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Stop saying mound. But she's like, eep. (laughs) And um, she backs up and she like flees the room. Mm And like, okay, here's here's what I want to know. I would is like this, to have an answer for you. Because I, you're not going to, I don't know why. <laughs> here's the thing, you're going to have a lot of questions when you read this book, and you're not going to have any answers. Not a answers. single answer. I fucking love this book. I don't know if I made I, that clear. I loved it. Start to finish, I loved it. I knew it was going to be batshit because it was a recommendation from HB Jackie. Jackie, thank who you. Who only reads batshit books. We love But you. I still was not prepared for how bad shit it was gonna get but so i i thought when he did bite her thumb that we were probably in the middle like you know how like we started it after his like first being sex weird at her you know what i mean like do you think this is the first time he was like weird at her no because he was no, because, there like, from here on weeks. out he's constantly licking her oh and or like biting oh, her wait. lips out of no Wait, are you telling me she only worked for him for two, for weeks, two weeks before he got banished? Okay. So he has become obsessed with her when he lived in the yes. walls like a rat. Yes. Okay, okay. He right. became okay. obsessed with her as he systematically spied on her every single day that he yeah. had no mm-hmm. entertainment while living in the dusty mm-hmm. walls of his own house like a specter, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a poltergeist Aaron. That's where mm-hmm. his head's at right now. He has been in super time quarantine. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. Why did I think it was so hot when he was looking at her hands and he noted the calluses that were earned in his service? Oh. <laughs> Why was that hot to me? Because you are, you're just a sensible a person woman? with <laughs> normal <laughs> reactions to everything. Because I definitely did go, oh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, golly. Okay, so listen, I already told you that she's the bastard of an aristocratic lady who the Duke is blackmailing. So she's like, I can't get fired. He just basically saw me stealing from him or like doing a big try to steal from him. And I could get fired at any moment. That's what she thinks he's going to do when he does bite her palm. Yes, but then he um, doesn't. Yes. And so he's like, go get me a bath. I need I desperately need a bath. And she has the audacity to be like, it's two in the morning. And I'm like, no, it is three yeah. months late. 
They, it's been. It's, you're using the wrong time frame here, bitch. <laughs> so while that's happening, mm. Alf the urchin comes in. Who cares? I know. I I'm sorry. Alf never here, comes back. I think maybe Alf is the next Bird generation of um historical bonkers novels. Maybe. Okay. If she's setting up a different book with Alf, like I'm into it. Okay. I guess. Fine. But like. Alf the urchin, who, like, helps him out, who's, like, a girl who's pretending to be a boy. Yeah, so I'm not going to pronoun Alf at all, because I don't know Alf, and so I don't know whether... Oh, to me, it felt pretty clear that she was just she was just dressing as a boy for, like, her own self-protection in the sure. streets of London. and that might be that the case. That was the impression that I But I don't got. know that. Yeah, true. What I do know is that characters named Alf have a dubious track record with cats. And so does this book. And I don't think Ms. Hoyt did it on accident. <laughs> Holy fuck, that's... That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. Oh, no. I didn't even make that connection, but you're so right. Oh no! I just could not believe that we just had a completely superfluous <laughs> character named Alf running around this book. Because I would say no less than twenty cats die in this book. <laughs> no, he says it's dozens of them, so at least twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> at least minimum twenty-four cats over the span of six years. <laughs> And I don't find that funny. It's just no bonkers. <laughs> if they were real cats, I would be disturbed. I mean, this would be a punishable offense by a crime for me. Oh yeah, would be a big crime at the at the million dollar level. I can tell you some stories that you don't yeah, want to hear. Completely. It is very much publish publishable, punishable by a crime. <laughs> yes. But these are fiction cats. These who are aren't real, right? Yes, they are narrative devices. Is what they, they are. are. They are. These cats were refrigerated they, so that we could have a disturbed dude. That's right. They get refrigerated to inflict trauma upon our plucky hero. <laughs> plucky hero. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. Sorry. So what does Alf, Alf do? Is going to go deliver a ransom letter to a king's man, and mm -hmm. then he gets ready for his bath, and he notices when they bring the water in. That she has hidden all of the comeliest maids and footmen's from him. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. She's excellent at her job. So then he's like, oh, ho, ho, Mrs. Crumb. You think you're going to you're gonna put a damper on my bed sport? And then it says that he does come hither, the oldest, witheriest footman. And he, like, whispers into his ear. And so Melody's sitting there. And I'm like, okay, dude. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Let's get some footman times on. Mm -hmm. And I was really, really excited about it. Now, listen, we're going to skip over all the times that we see side characters freaking out about blackmail. Would okay, but that does happen. Okay, I'm sorry. Wait. Would we say yes when the head housekeeper in the house <laughs> believes that she must hide the most attractive <laughs> servants from from the Duke of Montgomery? Yes. Just in case mm -hmm. that this is a guy who like loves consent and it's his favorite thing. <laughs> she doesn't know him. I she think just, she knows. No, him. I think that she just has <laughs> he heard just thumb. all he of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> the stories, exactly. Uh, the, stories the stories are they. They are overblown. 
And they do oh, not take into account the secret feelings of all of his paramours. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know? Okay. So the ones that aren't necessarily expressed <laughs> out loud <laughs> to him. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. And we're also disregarding all the kidnappings because it's not the same thing. <laughs> okay. So we're going to skip the side characters. I just want you guys to know, yeah. hey, writers who listen to podcasts, yes. both of you, listen. <laughs> if you're flashing around to characters that aren't either of the main characters, uh-huh. stop it. <laughs> it's so mad every time I had to read about villain. Like, they didn't need this. This wasn't villain. I, I, was, I was mad this was about character of next Roy, book. the villain. Oh, is he? I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh. I'm certain that's what was happening. I don't oh, wait. want to read about. No, yeah, that because guy. His, his wife just died. I have a feeling he's going to be a oh, widower in a yeah, future he's book. Single, and okay. he is a noble. All right, okay, he's a noble. He's a noble rough man for the king, bastard yeah, but, son uh, of king. Rough man. I don't know. I don't think I want to read about that. Guy. No, I definitely don't want to read. He, about he it. does take treason real serious though, which is pretty. Yeah, hot. which is hilarious because he will. He will. He will do some treason. Okay, so first of all, he, he will take do some treason, but also. He does not consider pedophilic rape to be no worse than treason. A problem. Right. Which <laughs> I have I take no. issue with that and I know it's a hot take. Okay? When I said it was he took it real serious, I meant yeah. real serious. Real. real. Illogically <sighs> serious. Okay. So basically just generally what's trying to what's happening is that Val our hero, the Duke of Montgomery, is blackmailing the king with some letters about Prince William, the king's son. Who's a part of a dolphin club. Who is part of a club called the Dolphin Knights of of Chaos. Chaos. um, Who do rape for fun children. Yes. Uh, Trigger warning. Trigger (laughs) warning. talk about because it's everywhere in this book um it's everywhere so it's like a it's like a, a pedophile listen club. it's, um, it's and what then... QAnon thinks is happening in right in uh, here <laughs> in here times in america now and like i don't know listen i i do i think that these things did not exist in merry old england i'm not gonna say that i'm definitely not gonna say that oh um, yeah sure i mean sure but okay so prince william is a part of it and so he's blackmailing, Duke of Montgomery is blackmailing the king with some letters from Prince William that are like, dear lords of chaos, can't wait, can't wait. to be a pedophile tonight right. with you guys. Can't wait to My favorite, love Prince William, seal of the king. Yeah. <laughs> um, why, why are all these people writing so many letters all the time? So, okay, so that's what Alf is out there doing. And that's what the villains out there and like. Listen. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I don't even think that Montgomery is asking for enough. You know, oh, all no. he wants mm. is a nod from the fucking king in Hyde Park so that everybody knows that he's not banished times anymore. And yeah, so that he can unbanish. That seems like not enough to keep that under yeah. wraps because do we want that guy being the king later? Do, is that what we want? That's a thing that's well, like totally I don't okay. Know he can do much about that. Um, well, but he doesn't like. He doesn't use all the letters. He has additional letters so he can keep asking for stuff, which is smart. That's true. He is a smart man. So, okay. So that's what's going on there. So then she gets called up to his room because he wants her to know just how much she has not gotten in the way of his bed sport. Right. And so now is when I am crushed. My heart has been crushed. Aaron, I am a big disappoint because instead of that old footman, footman? no, (laughs) there's just like two sex workers in there and like, fine, fine she is getting a beach when she walks in and uh, wow. 
That's not terrible. Imagine today is the day. We have so desensitized Melody. <laughs> today is the day that a menage with two sex workers that the heroine walks in on because he wants her to is not enough for Melody. She wants an old man there, too. I was just excited. This is, this is the day. This this is what happens when you read too many books. And you're like, no, I need an old man in the room. Or it's not enough for me. <laughs> Melody. That's a quote from Melody. Love, Melody. Seal of the cake. And I need the consent to be dubious because I need that man to be an employee. <laughs> You're so right. Listen, now she feeds a stray dog. And then he visits his sister. <laughs> Karen just freaked the fuck out on you. <laughs> That's true. That happened. She feeds this cute little terrier pup, and um, then he visits Mm -hmm. the sister because she's about to marry a tradesman. And what we need to know, the only thing we need to know about the sister is that she is a paragon of goodness and purity and the thing he loves most in the world. He super loves her. And he's protected her his whole life, and she's like the most important pillar of his history and future, his sister. Yes. She is marrying a tradesman. He does happen to be a brewer, which I feel like is sniffed at way too much in this book. Thank you very much, Lord of Fuckgummery. Sure. But anyway, she's like, I love him. And he loves me. And he's like, love? What is this thing, love? So he goes home and he asks Bridget about it. What? What be love? What? How to love? love? Why love? How to, how to love Why housekeeper? <laughs> and she's like, well, so love is the most precious of all human emotions and it's the it's the bedrock of all the good societies of the world and it's the purest best thing and he's like you've never been in love have you and she's like well no okay <laughs> and then she asks him if he's been in love and he's like i don't have the essential part to make that happen and i never will mm-hmm. he is not he is not talking about a penis he is he, talking about like a heart he has part. that essential part he has <laughs> one he has one <laughs> All right. Anyway, also he has decorated his. He calls his house Hermes' house, and it is ornate, Mm -hmm. first of all. But um, he has decorated it in a bunch of naked paintings and statues of Hermes, but they are modeled after him. And so the whole time Mm -hmm. she's been there, she's been like, "Nah, he's not packing that. That seems like that seems like it's too much." But then later she finds out that it is true to life. Yes. What did get this book on our list yes. is the huge oil painting in his room of himself <laughs> naked. That's Hermes. <laughs> and the the very in-depth description of that big naked oh, yeah. oil painting. It's because basically him standing there with a lion. This was recommended, believe it or not, <laughs> right after we did 365. <laughs> and I was like, I have a new kink and it's huge, <laughs> huge oil paintings of the hero. And Jackie was and like, I can do you one HB better. Jackie was like, do, do I have a a book for you <laughs> and the reason the screenshot that like convinced me to put this on our list was the very in-depth <laughs> description of this painting which did include his quote furried balls <laughs> which she calls comely later and then she she yes. she puts an asterisk on that and it's like if such things could be called comely <laughs> yeah. apparently they can because we just did it apparently you did it Boy, this thing is a masterpiece from start to fucking finish. All right. Yes. Where were we, though? Oh, this is when she goes through the hidey hole, and she finds out that he's been sitting in there, not just with books, not just with little little gear shaft pirate ships, 
But also, he's just been rereading her letter of reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just he's mm-hmm. just been reading a letter of reference that she used to yeah. get a job. Okay. And she did not she did not find this to be anything of note. Super weird. <laughs> no. He, he, she just takes that reference when she finds it. She just takes that letter of reference. Puts it back in her pile. Puts it back in our drawer of her letters of reference for the next job. I guess. Let's get this out here now. <laughs> this this book has a lot of trigger warnings for a lot of weird, sure, bad stuff. Yeah. One thing that it does not have is a psychiatrist or psychologist, <laughs> any kind of <laughs> mental health um, help. And the Duke of Montgomery is batshit crazy <laughs> and remains I that way at the him. end. He does not get any kind of <gasps> He does not chill um, out at all. For his extreme mental health no, problems. No, he, he just puts it on to a, uh, a sweeter fixation. He just turns yeah. that and like puts a, a tiny sweet gilding on it. Mm-hmm. And that's about this it. This is a morality chain book. It is. How, however, I don't know that he is completely that chained. The chain had all the, the links. <laughs> the chain might be missing it's some a links. pretty weak chain she's got him on at the end. Like, doesn't murder her is the, like, triumph of this book. That's the grand gesture. It's actually spot on. I know. Oh, my God. Okay. So now, oh, and then this is where we find out that she wears an ugly mob cap all the time mm-hmm. because she does have one white streak like young Frankenstein's ex-fiance. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Good stuff, that. Dark hair, one white streak. Yes. And so now he calls her into the dining room during lunch and she's worried. She's constantly worried he's going to fire her. Right. Oh, oh. And this is where she decides that, like, she can't get fired. But it's only because in order to find, you know, the, all this stuff, she has to understand him. Mm-hmm. And to understand him, she definitely needs to spend more time with him. And it's just for spy stuff, though. Spy reasons. But, like, when he was with those two ladies and he called her into the room and then they scampered out, yeah. he nearly made out with her, too. Oh, yeah. And again, totally naked. And, like, Completely nude. Yeah. Anyway, just just wanted to say that they nearly made out at that oh, time. Oh, and I have to say, when he's not completely nude, he is only wearing... A gold-embroidered purple silk bandian. It's got pink. It's got purple. It's got a golden <laughs> dragon on the back sometimes. I love it. I love it so much. I'm yes, obsessed I'm with it. very obsessed with his loungewear. Oh. I love, I love, I love how flamboyant he is. It's I very know. Sung June, but only in the summertime, you know? Sure. Yeah. Sung June's yeah. winter is very like yeah. you know we're talking about crash landing sorry, on you. That's crash landing I on you. Understand oh. that like men in sequins is something in my brain that is broken from figure skating. I know no, that's that not my broken. years of competitive figure skating have broken my brain no, a little bit. You it's not broken in a bad way. That's you breaking free of the chains of toxic masculinity is what that is. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah, but I Or it could ooh, be the fact that you dated sparkles. so many actual gay men. So many actual gay men. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of straight figure skaters. I mean that too. Yes. They exist, goddammit. Alright. Anyway, instead, he thinks that it is so hot that she walks to him and she's got this fiery gaze and she's so self-possessed. And then he's like, You gotta sit down and her gaze flicks to his mouth and it's a whole thing. And then, um, oh, he gets around, like, the conversation goes somewhere, and he's like, you know, people often do do the worst things. And she's like, oh, I know. 
And he's like, she's so interesting, especially right now. I wonder what her story is. <laughs> Want to trauma bond, Duke of Fuckgummery says. And then he says she has to eat with him. Mm -hmm. And then he asks, why hasn't she been in love? And she's like, because it would inconvenience me. I like my job. I like my independence. Sure. And then he gets, I think, maybe Heaving Bosoms' first admiration boner. Yes. He just pops one right there. Hard-ass admiration burner. Yes. It's good shit. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, it's also kind of a competency boner because she's, like, so confident in her capabilities. But it's also just an admiration boner. Okay. So now, Alf comes in with another black male response. The only reason this matters is because when he writes the, the letter back, She's like, I thought you were left-handed because he is writing with his right. Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, my father thought that that was like the worst sin ever. Right. And so he definitely fixed that in me. Yeah. And then he's like, is she going to ask? Is she going to ask about my pain? And she doesn't. Mm -hmm. So they move on. So, <laughs> so now she catches up with Lady Care. She's like, I still don't have those letters. Sorry. That's her mom. Yeah. And on the way home, she does find trigger warning for animal abuse she does find a group of boys kicking the shit out of that terrier dog okay. she loves feeding this scene was wow so confusing to me really so yes okay because okay she finds some boys abusing her dog yeah okay she screams she runs up to the situation then the the duke of montgomery is there he fires a gun yeah. To to scare off the boys. He That's is right. wearing hot pink. He Urchins scares be gone, off those he says. boys. Yeah. And then the dog is fine. And she's like sitting there like on the ground, I think, holding the dog and crying. Because it's tied up somewhere. Yes. And he helps her. He gives her a knife to, or a, maybe it's a special gold dagger. No, to, very specifically. No, no, no. Very specifically, she wears this thing around. She wears a lanyard, basically. An England type <laughs> lanyard around her neck all the time. And it has all the keys. And it has, a, like, a thimble, probably. And, like, a knife and other shit. And so he does come up behind her and, like, squat behind her and reach around with both hands to grab the knife off of her England Times lanyard and hand it to her so that she can then cut the dog free. I have a great story about a lanyard that I'm not going to tell you for time, but it's just no. Um, anyway, so he's behind her, sitting there. She, her back is to his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's crying over her dog. Yeah. And then he, he moves his face around to her face. He snakes his head around. Then he slurps up some tears <laughs> with his duke tongue. And, and then, then he says, your tears, tears taste, taste like, like salvation. salvation. <laughs> What, what is the that? hell? <laughs> what is that? Can you imagine a situation where your dog has just been abused? Your boss decides that the best way to like unleash the dog is to come around behind you and like take mm. your. I didn't know that he took her knife, but I knew that he chain. was that she was called. ensconced. <laughs> yeah. Him. Oh, yeah, and then he licks your tears. Likes them up. And she doesn't, she doesn't even be like, what? No. Like, she, she's just like, yes, I do. I do taste like salvation. Don't I know. What? There's hard angel metaphors going on all throughout with the way he views her. So then, you know, listen, I might not blink as long as he gave me the dog. 
Which is what he does after this. He's like, sure, you can have dog. Bring it inside the house. And she's like, I can't yeah. do that. I am but your servant. It's against the, the rules. rules. And he says, and he says fuck, fuck those rules. rules. Ah. Yeah. He, so he, now she has a dog. A and his name is Pip. <laughs> and now she knows for a fact that her tears taste like salvation. And I think that's yes. something she can take with her for the rest of her life. Yes, that's a great reference. Yeah. So now, <laughs> <sighs> skills. Tears taste like salvation. Also, yes. can beat a carpet. <laughs> know how to make silver polish. Did I mention the tears? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Great management skills. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so she says, I didn't know you liked dogs. And he says, I don't, but you Mm-mm. do. Yeah. Morality chain. Okay. So now one of the blackmail victims, the, the Duke of Kyle, the king's illegitimate son, is rifling through his library trying to find those letters. Oh, and everybody always God. thinks it's in his library. That's not where I would keep them, were I the Duke of Montgomery, but that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. So she gets called to the room, and he is wearing that purple silk robe, and they're doing a knife fight <gasps> in his purple silk robe. I He's naked, so otherwise. obsessed with this knife fight. <laughs> I, you know how I love a man who can't fight. Yes. And he is losing hard, <sighs> and he's um naked in this <laughs> silk robe yes. that is like pink and purple and, and all the girl colors which i love love it and then he's fighting this man who's so much bigger than him and mm-hmm. so much better at having a sword yes <laughs> and he has a tiny teeny tiny pocket Ooh, knife he has his little dagger just loves a curved one too <laughs> yeah well not he doesn't have that yet sorry so he's fighting him with his pocket knife and then the guy like definitely wins times a thousand yeah he's got him pinned and is just like stop fighting me all the time because you are done just You're give it die, up and die give me the letters and then he takes from no where does this dagger come from all he's wearing is a silk robe i love it he takes he it takes out and he basically his other screams, hand because he is i'm ambidextrous bitch and then he does um <laughs> put it on his neck yes and then he does this great speech about how he's a big murderer all the time yes and will just just murder oh wait can i uh, can i i just want to read it to you real quick is that okay yeah i have things i want to read too we'll see if it's the same great he's like you know what the biggest sin you did today was you frightened my housekeeper and i am not into it yes so then the the duke of kyle is like there would be repercussions should i not return montgomery's eyes widened blue and guileless you see, this is the difference between you and me. When you make a statement like that, you think it will sway me. It doesn't. I don't care. I could kill you as easily mm-hmm. as stepping on an ant and with far less remorse. Perhaps I'd face repercussions on the morrow. So Perhaps not. <laughs> but that is for the sunrise. Tonight, the shadows rain and the blood is singing in my veins. My very muscles tremble with the urge to carve the meat from your bones. My God. Tell me. He swept his arms wide. Who in this whole dissolute world is to dissuade me from my pleasures? <laughs> yeah, and then um, and then she Bridget's kind of like grab his arm. Me. She's like, "Hi, <laughs> it's me. Still Hi. here? Please don't murder Am Housekeeper Big Mess. <laughs> Big Mess. <Please> don't. <laughs> he also does <laughs> Big Mess. He also." <laughs> Does that whole speech about her name, oh. like in front of everybody? Yeah. That's like, oh, I've got that too. Wait, my no, housekeeper. Wait. So, so he leaves, and the duke said, "The duke brought her hand to his mouth, and his azure eyes glittering in the candlelight." He pressed a kiss to the inside of her wrist. 
And then the edge of his teeth. She felt the warm softness of his lips, the prickle of stubble against tender skin, and a sort of shock seemed to go straight through the center of her body. He let her go, and her wrist felt cold in the night. Seraphine, the burning one. I should have known. I know! Yours was different! Yours was when he was like, she won't tell yeah, me her name! because while, while, the, while the duke was still there, the, the, the king's duke, mm-hmm. the, the other duke, the bastard yeah. king duke, uh, Hugh, he, like, the housekeeper comes in. I think there's a couple other people in there, too. So Bridget's there. Yeah, he's like, everybody leave but Bridget like, and her dog. Ah, it's my housekeeper. She won't tell me her Christian name, so I have to think of one. And then he goes through all these different names. He's like, should I call her this, the innocent? Should I call her this, the passionate? Should I? And it's like, you are standing here like a out with, with a gold dagger pressed to the neck of the son of the king in the most ridiculous silk robe in front of everyone who works for you. And you're just like raving about just crazy I'm shit. I'm in love with him. And I... I am, I am trash for him. <laughs> I am trash I am, for him. It's like over. I am a mess for him. Yep. I am a raccoon. I'm just <laughs> gobbling it up. Wrist fight, Aaron? She's grazing his teeth on shit. Oh, yeah, I love a wrist fight. He's like, please take him out because I don't want him rifling through anything else. And so she bandages him up first because she's a little curious. And he's like, hey, please work for me. He is a devil. And she's like, sure, Jan. And then she's like really <laughs> confused because why wouldn't she team up with this noble duke of, of you know, yeah, why, why not? Right. He's right. She knows him to be a villain. He's blackmailing and then as her she's mom. questioning herself, you she know? said, had she sold her honor for a handful of kisses, a bite, and a lick? <laughs> I think so. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, she I, had. I'm not going to stones, you know? Uh-huh. Okay, so now Val gets his kingly nod. Mission accomplished. Yep. Oh, and now we find out about Mehmed, why he's there with the Duke. And it's because oh. the Duke, like... Uh, trigger warning I for mean, Mehmed. Yeah, <laughs> the Duke, like, saves him from eunuchdom and slavery. And then he brings him to England, yeah. is what happens. To kind of be his so like, yeah. I, I, I was really kind of, like, dubious about the Duke yeah. as a hero because he mm-hmm. saved Mehmed. Because, like, there was, like, a sultan. There there was, like, a powerful guy who, like, hated Mehmed's dad and was just going to cut off his his, yeah. his manhood and um, then make him a slave. And then the Duke's like, no, I'll pay you dollars to make him come to England and be my <laughs> servant and wait on me hand and foot. And he gets to keep also, the penis. Which I don't think is, like, that great. <laughs> like, just set him free. <laughs> I know? mean, wouldn't that be nice? I think he is free. He's getting paid or whatever, but... Sure, sure, but um, I was just kind of like, it was a little squishy for me. Okay, oh, I hear you. So now she gets called to his room again because he's always calling to her room. And he is in the bath waxing philosophic about how what an idiot Galileo is. And also Newton. Yes. And she's like... And she's she's very like also Kepler. Because he's very like, why don't we get sucked into the sun? Yeah. And she's like, well, it's because of the Earth's momentum. I read a book by Kepler. And he's like, whoa. Uh-huh. My housekeeper's so smart. Wow. She look at this brain. And then he does offer her to have a free run of his library. Very, very sexy move in Romancelandia and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he's like, we're throwing a ball. Congratulations. You need to do a month's worth of work in two weeks. 
he asks her if she's been reading his books, oh. and he asks her if she's been fondling his yes. spines, which I really oh. enjoyed as he lay naked in the bath while she stand there awkwardly. Um, yes, but now we're going to do a ball. It's in two weeks, and it's yeah, a Yeah, and she does it, and it's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. The Duke talks to this old, withered, evil man called the Duke of Dymore. Yes. And he was a friend of his dad's. He is now the leader of the Lords of Chaos, which still exist, and this shocks Montgomery quite a bit. They do all have dolphin tattoos. <laughs> Old-timey, 1700s dolphin tattoos. And listen, I forgot to Google this, so this is bad on me, but later on, he's like, because his father used to be the leader of this, you know, murderous rape club, and so he was like, he was their Dionysus. And so everyone got mm-hmm. Dionysus dolphin tattooed on them. And I was like, did Dionysus have a dolphin? Is that a thing? Like, it is, I don't know. I don't know dolphins? if there's I've never heard something that like Dionysus before. and dolphins. And I'm not like a know. Greek mythology slump, you know? Yeah. All I could think about the whole time was like those people who try to have sex with dolphins, trigger warning. <laughs> Um, because like they think they like it, that's out there in the world. Is and it? That's all I could think about. Yeah, all I could think about was how it's terrible it is since dolphins like gang rape and stuff. Yes, that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really appropriate anyway, for this current. They club. all have dolphin tattoos. I yeah. also thought a lot about uh, a gentleman that I served with in the military who had a lower back tattoo of two dolphins and the sunset. Um, because <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. How did you not marry him? He was already married to a wonderful woman. Damn it. Good Um, for her. But he and he was he was great. And he got this tattoo when he was like 13 and didn't realize that like that was a bad move for his like future adult (laughs) life. (laughs) He's like, I really like dolphins um and sunsets and the beach. And I'm like a surfer guy, so I'm gonna get a lower back tattoo (laughs) of a couple of dolphins jumping in the ocean. I'm obsessed with Um, that. That is the moment that was spotted, oh. uh, it was, it, we never stopped. Never. So anyway, Dymor is like, you should take your place as the heir of the Lords of Chaos kingdom. And he's like, yeah, maybe. It sounds like a way I can get a lot of power really quickly. And then his sister comes at him for blackmailing people. And he's very taken aback because he's like, the only good thing about him is how much he loves his sister and how, like, He's bent over backwards. Yes. Gone to great, great lengths to protect his sister. And so the fact that she knows him to be a liar and like a blackmailer and doesn't like any of that is like sort of like a mortal wound to him. Bing, boom, bong. Bird click. Yes. Listen, I've Googled Dionysus and dolphins. Oh, thank you. Apparently there was something involving Dionysus and a pirate ship and he did turn some stuff to snakes and then all the pirates jumped off of the boat, okay. and so they wouldn't drown. He did turn them into dolphins, and Dionysus invented dolphins. <gasps> oh, wow. And I don't know the whole thing, because I don't have time to read it, because I am currently podcasting. <laughs> sure. But I do think that there might be a whole thing with the pirate ship that he was tinkering with, and Dionysus, <gasps> oh. and dolphins, and it might be a whole thing. It could be. I don't Elizabeth know. It could be a whole thing. Look at you. And maybe Hermes. It could be a whole thing that we completely... <laughs> Just Look missed at your and went over sexy our hot brain that we I are did, too What I did do was I did Google it. Oh my god! And then the first Google question was, "Did Dionysus create dolphins?" And then I clicked on the little downward did arrow, you? and it did expand, and it did say kind of because of something involving a pirate <gasps> ship and a snake. And that is research and science. Honestly, Aaron, 
in this one moment, you have done professionalism in 2019. You have done um, remembering things whatever it was in 2021, <laughs> which I can't remember about what, what we had to do in 2020. 2020? I don't oh, know. Intellectualism. You did an intellectualism hard right now with oh, all the research. Man. And when I remembered intellectualism, I did remember <laughs> things in 2021. And with oh, all God. of that put together, you did a scientist mm-hmm. in 2022. Listen, you guys, we kind of decided on the last Patreon that we're going to be scientists in 2022. So watch out. We tried to do the scientific method drunk at the end of the last Patreon, and it was rough. It was a time. Erin. All right. Okay. You just, that was a culmination of all of our hard work in like two minutes, I am so proud of us because I heaving bosoms colon dumb bitches doing the bare minimum. <laughs> Here you are. Here you go. Titty Shay. Here you are. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, we're a mess. Hey HBs, I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the Saint Vincent items you need because Saint Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent Would Always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Would Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. All right, so now... (laughs) All right, where are we? So he's really sad about how his sister was just talking to him and what that means Mm -hmm. for, like, what she thinks about him. And so he is trying to find Seraphine because he's feeling very cold. And she's mm-hmm. the only thing that can ever warm him up. And God damn it, she mm-hmm. is his housekeeper. He says it's his job to warm him up anyway. It's, but yeah, on the it's way, job. he does get waylaid by trying to blackmail himself a wife. Mm-hmm. So he forces, he coerces Hippo, Hippolyta, nope, Hippolyta mm. to dance with him. And then he's like, P.S., you just be expecting a proposal. And she's yeah, like, expect. Yeah to marry me and she's like oh no i do hate you do yeah. you not care about that and he's like i don't i don't nobody I don't. likes me it's great and, and like point, look at this i feel face. like she i feel like she should have been pretty much like on notice of kidnapping right? since she is the third one <laughs> he's tried to kidnap like You're he right. was banned he kidnapped he was banished he returned about a week ago two weeks ago and 
had this ball and then he's like you're next and then she's like oh i respectfully declined I just, it's, it's like fine. no you're gonna get kidnapped yeah now now that anyway. i remember the history let's say that's mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense okay but so all of her orifices clench at this thought and she goes and finds bridget and she's like bridge did you find the thing can you like fast mm-hmm. though because he does want to marry me and he's the worst person in the whole wide world and Bridget's like, I'm on it. I'm doing my best. As an afterthought, though, like, he's not that bad. He likes to shock people. But when, like, you get him going on a topic that he mm-hmm. really likes, mm-hmm. he's actually a really fun conversationalist. And then she's like, holy fuck, what am I saying? Stop it. Button it up. <laughs> Button it up, Bridget. <laughs> it's oh, so man. good. So then she goes into the ball for no kind of reason, the ballroom. He sees her immediately from across the room because he can he can detect her pheromones. And her presence, her aura, anywhere. Mm-hmm. He does just walk away from a conversation. Goes and grabs her. Grabs her by the hand. I will have you mm-hmm. know, listener. Mm-hmm. Drags mm-hmm. her outside. Everybody, like, parts like the seas, she says, as he's walking them toward the door. Mm-hmm. And then he goes outside, and she's like, it's cold. And he's like, it's not, it's not that cold. Get over it. And then mm-hmm. he's like, you know, there once was a girl who I told... There was a lab rabbit who lived on the moon. And then she's like, What are you talking about? And so he comes up behind her yep. and he does this snuggle on her. He is batshit crazy. <laughs> so love it. <laughs> anyway, he I does a snorkel. So and he does use, like, go behind her and, yeah, like, he point at the moon where the rabbit is. Chest. And then he's like, She's like, What happened to the girl? And he's like, she knew, she grew up and she knew me for a liar. And then he Did like I throws his wine glass on the ground and goes back into yes. the ball. <laughs> God, he's so crazy. No other words Is are spoken to for Bridget. Eve? Yes. Okay, because it never really circled back to Moon Rabbit. No, it's <laughs> because. <laughs> no, because he, remember Mommy. later on he tells, um, he tells her how he used to take Eve up into the tallest tower. And they would have mm-hmm. little picnics up there, and he would like tell her about the sky and stuff. Sure, would, sure, like, sure. Start. Okay, so it doesn't. We're an hour. We're I know. Over an hour in, and we haven't even gotten to dead cats. I'm so sorry. Okay, listen. Okay, so here's what happens when he walks in. The this this butler, no, this footman who like he has a history with, that is mm-hmm. Concernicus, hands him a glass yeah. of wine, and he downs it, and then like fucks off. So then the next morning. He thinks, no one loves me, everyone hates me, I'm the Duke of Montgomery, and I'm the best. And I'm <laughs> That's what he thinks when he, <laughs> he downs does. that wine, it's the best. And then he starts going peacocking around. Yeah. So, then the next morning, Mehmed comes up to uh, Bridget, and he's like, the Duke is sick, there's something wrong with the Duke, I can't get in there, I'm, I've heard a moan, and it's bad. And she's like, no, yes. it's fine, but like, sure, we'll go check yeah, it out. Yeah, she's like, you sweet summer child, you're Muslim, you don't know about this. Englishmen drink yeah. a lot, and then in the morning, he's just it's a really hangover bad. right now. Yeah, and Mehmet's like, no, 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 I know about that. This is extra bad. This is different. He has been poisoned hard, and he's covered in sick and maybe some shit. Yes. And he wasn't going to call anyone at all because no. he said that only Mehmed and Bridget may come in because he will not let his enemies into his room. And since he but has they no idea. they got in because they broke in. So he was not even going to call them. Yeah, she cattle chained her way in. So yes. isn't that what the lanyard's called? Cattle chain? I don't know. <laughs> she, listen, I don't understand the lanyard. I don't get it. 
<laughs> okay. He at one point says it's like fancy. Yeah, it's I a don't fancy really one. understand. I don't get it. Anyway, it's her housekeeper lanyard. Yeah, so she has to tend him for three chatelaine? Listen, it doesn't matter. She I has don't... to take care of him for three <laughs> days. And she's trying to like broth at him and he keeps on throwing up in her lap. And yes, he's also he does. <laughs> He's, also, he's like, ah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. He's also having a lot of fever dreams in which we find out about the absolutely horrifyingly tragic okay. abuse. So here's this what... Is, wait, more trigger warning, child abuse, yeah. animal abuse, maybe maybe others. That's maybe it, I think. I don't remember. That's it, I think. So, okay, what had happened was is the Duke was left-handed and the duke's duke father wanted him to write right-handed. Yes. So he did kill all the duke's cats until he would write right-handed and he did put them up on the wall like a medieval baby. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> he oh, no. them to the wall like a medieval knight in shining armor baby. So this is where he gets the fuck the rules whole thing because we see four different yeah. scenes at different ages, of the Duke continuously doing this to his son. He'll be like, you need to write the correct way, and if you don't follow my rules, and then he murders a cat in front of his child, and then he's like... And he gives him a new cat Yeah, this is what's going to happen every time you break my rules. And then he keeps giving him all these fluffy little kittens. Gives him more and more kittens. And then as soon as he names them and falls in love with them, the Duke does kill it again. So that he'll be right-handed. And follow all the rules and stuff. And so then, so then, when he's 11, he's like, I need to take the power back. My father can't have power over me anymore. And so we watch him do his perfect Latin in his perfect right-handed handwriting. And then he sits back and his father comes in and he's all proud of himself. And the Duke is like, what's that over on the wall? Because the, Because he has murdered his own cat tiger. And hung it yeah. up on the wall like a medieval baby. And then he looks yes. at his dad and he says, fuck your rules. I'm killing my own cats so for no reason. No, so that you can't. So that you can't. But, like, he was writing fine. So, like, maybe that one would have been okay. I, I don't, don't know. I don't think so. That's the problem. It was never going to be good enough. It was never going to be good enough. Yeah. His dad just wanted to torture him. Oh. So he did start killing his own cat. No, it was and just from the one. That, and then his dad yeah. never got him another cat because he was like, oh, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So he he developed the idea, well, from this and a different thing that did happen uh-huh. to him, that if he loves something, he does have to just kill it or so not that no love. one else can use it against him or just not love in the first place. And also be the most powerfulist in the whole wide world because then you right. might be able to protect anything that you might come in the vicinity of love. With. Right, right, right. So it's so a lesson lot. learned mm. by the Duke. No therapist in sight. No, absolutely not. That is a ludicrous idea, Aaron. Yes. So um, now, well, now, now it's murder time. So now, basically, he gets better, and he calls up the guy, the footman that did hand him the wine. And Bridget's that he makes sure that Bridget is there for this. Yes. He's like, oh, good, Bridget. It is really late in the night. Please come into my room. Oh, you know Cal, don't uh-huh. you? Great. Yeah. Glad everybody he all acquainted. He wants Bridget, I think, this is what I think, to witness all of his worst stuff. Yeah. So that he can circle back and be like, am I evil? Like, what's your take on me? And also, basically. later on, I think 
I feel like later on he makes it pretty clear that he's trying to scare her away before he can have any feelings for her, even though he knows deep down that he is definitely already having feelings for her. Mm -hmm. And so his whole thing is like, by the end of this scene, he's like, do not ever convince yourself that I am the hero of this piece. I will. I am the villain and I will always be the villain. That's it. Mm-hmm. Don't expect anything else. But he does kind of use her as a reflection. Oh, completely. Like, uh, he keeps being like, "Hey, am I? What's what's your what's your yeah. take on this murder? Yeah, I just totally. did. What, what do you totally. what do you think about that?" Um. So he does like call up this footman. This is the sexiest murder I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> take it away. I'm so sorry. So Cal is there, and like we find out a lot about Cal. Mm-hmm. Um. He was like in. He was uh, abused by the Duke's mom and uh, sort of convinced himself by the end that he was in love with her and mm-hmm. his mom hated him. We found out about that a lot. And so now he's like, why did you why are you trying to murder me up? This is ridiculous. Like, I couldn't have stopped her from hurting you throughout our whole life. We were the same age when she mm-hmm. pulled you into her bed. And that was young. 14, I think. Was so also trigger warning for Sorry. not quite pedophilia, but like a little bit older. But like, what's, hebophilia. The, what's, the, what's the upper one? What's the hebophilia. one above? Hebophilia. hebophilia. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So now, <laughs> um, so he's he like, you're the devil. Him. And then he's like, oh, because Cal then says, you were jealous. And then he starts talking about how he knows the information that can get the Duke hanged. And so then the Duke mm-hmm. Listen, he's the whole time he's been dick forward in his purple banyan. <laughs> um, he has been he has been flashing the knife the whole time they've been chatting. Yes. And he just yeah. says, Enough! And then he throws his robe to the ground. He wants to be <laughs> naked for murder. Listen, time. he can't get blood on his beautiful robe. Oh my god. That's exactly right. why he takes it You're off. Right. That's exactly, That's exactly, why, exactly he did. why he did. <laughs> he will not dirty his robe. I thought he just wanted to be naked, but you're right. It's a special <laughs> favorite robe. <laughs> I, I am a raccoon for this man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. And so he advances on him. I want it noted for the record. That he murders, this is why, it is one of the reasons this is the sexiest murder I've ever seen. He employs both a stab and a slash, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Just a weaving bosom style. (laughs) So he stabs him three times, and then he very, like, slowly and, like, luxuriously. (sighs) Lazily, it describes. Lazily, thank you. He does slit He's, like, bored by the time he slits his neck. (sighs) It's, um, (sighs) love aboard murder. Murder. It's sexy. I, I'm sorry about it, but it's true. He did have a really good reason because that guy did he try did. to kill him. And later on, Elizabeth Hoyt is very smart because in, when we shifts to his perspective and he's explaining like what happened the rest of the night afterwards, he's like, I didn't even take time to explain to Seraphine that it's actually kinder to die with a quick stab and a slash instead of hanging from a rope after being drug through the streets and, um, sure jan get yeah, right <laughs> okay it's so crazy because like here's the thing 
I liked it when he had reasons. When it became vigilante justice, I recoiled. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. I don't know. You don't like a that. vigilante justice. That's I don't, true. don't like a vigilante. You know how I split hairs. Okay, so this okay. is, wait, I'm sorry. I just have to read this. He goes up to her and he smiles sweetly like a boy, she says, mm-hmm. as if he were a young boy. And he says, this is who I am, Seraphine, naked with a blade and blood. I am vengeance. I am hate. I am sin personified. Never mistake me for the hero of this tale, for I am not and shall never be. I am the villain. And he laid his lips over hers and pushed his hot tongue into her mouth and kissed her until she couldn't breathe. And it was only later that she found the bloodstains on her dress. (laughs) And I am just the hungriest trash panda. I'm just (laughs) diving into that dumpster. (laughs) But the read about it it clips off from that kiss and i was pissed <laughs> i was pissed i want to read it. about that whole kiss it, it would be a good one so now the next day everybody's a little bit skittish <laughs> he doesn't understand why you know what's the deal but and then he's like i know that my housekeeper is also a little bit dubious about me at the moment i'm just gonna be patient mm-hmm. and in a couple she of did days say yeah before the murder that she thought she was falling in love with him like during yes. the nursing back to health situation also during the nursing back to health situation she did find that portrait for hippopotamus yes i forgot about that so she has returned the portrait to hippolyta mm-hmm. and she's safe yeah. now oh and we find out the reason there was blackmail is that it's a miniature portrait of her dad, her mom, and her as a baby. And I think it's the only documentation that her mom was South Asian. Yes. And so in aristocracy times, that is apparently... Ugh, I hate them. Yes. So now he decides in this moment, he's like, my housekeeper is a little on the fence about me, but she did... I think it says, like, suckle my tongue back or something. Oh, yeah. Shall he, shall she was into it. And then he finds that she got that, that portrait out. Like, he goes to oh, check yeah. his little hidey hole for the portrait. And he finds that she got it. Even though he was conscious when, because he saw her oh. take it. And she said, you villain. And he goes, you saint. And he just <laughs> thought she was, like, on his bed with her skirts rucked up. And he yes. was still a little too befevered to make yeah. heads or tails of it. Right. But she was stealing that back. he finds... When he finds the empty hiding hole, he gets a boner. Huge boner. I'm telling you, this guy, he's always calling her magnificent and never more mm-hmm. than when she's beating him at his own games. He yes, gets so yes. hard for it. He is such an admiration boner hero, and I yes. love it. So he finds this out because Hippolyta sends him a note that says she won't be receiving him now wherever, and he's like, mm-hmm. huh, I'm going to blackmail her now, finds out it's not there, gets the admiration boner, and then he's like, I cannot wait to see what she's going to do when she realizes that I've outmaneuvered her in our uh-huh. next in my next play in our personal game of chess like he's so hard for this so now he wakes her up at like 3:30 in the morning because they're going to go to his country seat at Ainsdale Castle mm-hmm. and he makes her ride with him and Mehmed and and he says Pip can come too mm-hmm. they do have some carriage tea and then there is a carriage mm-hmm. snuggle an accidental mm-hmm carriage snuggle yeah she like falls asleep on him yeah and he finds out that she started working at 12 and that she loves well, I really how liked this yeah yeah because in chapter one she starts to just kind of like tell her him about her childhood like they're just making conversation he he's like Bleh. yeah he's yeah. like you're so boring yeah, he's never like mind. tell me about your childhood and she's like well i was born and he's like oh i hate it already stop talking <laughs> yeah 
And then in the carriage, he's like, tell me about your upbringing. And she's like, the last time I told you about my upbringing, you thought it was boring. And he's like, but now I'm interested. Yep. And so she starts telling him, you know, like, you know, she doesn't say she acts like the the her foster parents basically were her parents. Right. And talks to him about, you know, her childhood and how she learned to read and write and blah, 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 blah. And how she had to go into service at 12. Yes. When she starts telling him about that. And he's like, oh, go on. I'm interested. And then he's like, when I first asked, I wasn't actually interested. <laughs> like this time. This time around, this even time, though I said I was interested, I, I wasn't. <laughs> but now I am. <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. So anyway, anyway, he's like, he's like, why did your parents send you away at 12? That sounds awful, especially since, you know, it seems like they loved you and stuff. And she's like, well, I had to learn a trade that had to happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, I, like, I love being a housekeeper. And she starts, like, talking about how how much she loves being so good at her job and especially mm-hmm. so young and how much she learned and all this kind of stuff. And he gets a big confidence boner for her. And But it's mm-hmm. not even that. It's that he loves – he thinks it's sexy how confident she is in her own capabilities. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, yeah. a whole different level. It's, like, confidence and yeah. admiration boner all mixed up together in this sexy raccoon trash pile. so all right so now they have to drive their first haze straight and she's like why the breakneck hated it oh yeah it's horrible well they're so they're going to his home castle i don't know if we said yes and so at the house they finally get there she tries to work immediately she's like oh who's the housekeeper who's the cook where can we do this how do we open the room well this place has been abandoned for a decade it's dusty and gross and there's no food there or anything yeah. they have not been keeping this castle very nice yeah. and so and she's pissed and so he does grab her though and he's like stop working i did not bring you here to be on staff and he takes her up to his bedroom to like get the personal provisions that he has in his you know picnic chests mm-hmm. and she's like well then why did you bring me here this is i'm very confused and he goes i brought you here because i like you mm-hmm. and then he yells at the maids to get out yes and she's like, she's getting whiplash here because he'll say something so sweet to her and then just be an utter asshole. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can't talk to people like that, even they're, even if they're your servants. And he's like, no, I can talk to them like that because they're my servants. I pay them to be here. I am the duke. Right. Well, uh-huh. I don't deserve them. Like they, I don't owe them anything else. So she says, what if somebody treated you like that? And he said, if somebody treated me like that, I would cut off their nose and I would feed it to them. And she's like, but what if somebody treated me like that? And, that, and then he gets all weird and, he, and squirrely. It makes his brain go squiggles. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, and I don't, I understand. You are also <sighs> made. Before he says anything, she grabs the apple out of his hand, takes a bite, chews, and then leaves the room without another word. And he is, he has such a confused boner right now. It's a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now... The next morning, she's talking to the servants and, like, you know, doing a check on everything. And she does find out that Hippolyta is in the dungeon. (laughs) She's just just been down there. So she's, like, mad about it and stuff. And he's... She is not down there by choice. She hates it. She got a big kidnapped and and she's, she's being held against her will. And so... 
she's mad about it. He's confused about why she's mad about it, but he is very turned on as to how violently she is reacting to it. Oh, yeah. Because she goes up there and she does a big confront. He had previously fantasized about her her physically yeah. attacking him when she finds oh, yeah. this out. He's like, she's going to be oh, she's so mad. So I hope mad. He, she, like, attacks oh. my person. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait. And he says that she's really sexy. Oh, it says she's magnificent in her blazing righteousness or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then as he's talking to her about all this, because she's like, you cannot do this. It's wrong. And he's like, what's wrong? What's right? Tell me. Tell me. Be philosophize with me right now. And she's uh, yeah. like, it's against the law. She talks about the Bible and laws and stuff. And he's like, and nah. And as she's doing this, he's like nuzzling her jaw and smelling her sweat and womanness. And then he like, uh-huh, and then, uh-huh. and meanwhile, he's like, I am the person, <laughs> I am the parliament who does the laws. You think that I should be responsible in saying what's what right and wrong? And then he like licks up to her, up to her and then he then he bites her lips three times he comments on how he can tell that she hadn't bathed oh, this morning because she's like a little yes. stinky and he loves how he stinky she is it. it's, it's a pheromone weird city in here deeply weird <laughs> he <laughs> gets weirder and weirder uh, uh, so he does bite her lips he just bites on her uh, lips it's so weird he just bites on her he Ugh. says that he's absolutely refusing to let this other woman go because she is the most beautiful and the most rich and she is the priziest prize of the aristocracy and he deserves her above all whether she likes it or not but he also she's like he, he's like well I've, I'm, the thing is she's gonna have to marry me because i am gonna ruin yeah. her and she's like stop you can't stop raping yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not no, going to rape, rape her. her. What's going to happen is she's going to be here for a couple of weeks, and then she's going to, like, see me naked, and then she's going to, like, want to, and then she's no, going to no, be ruined. No, 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 what, no, there. it's not even that. It's, it's like, almost better than that. He says she's going to be here for a couple of weeks. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to know who she's been with. They're going to assume that we've been doing a lot of the dirty. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to marry me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, but if you're not going to rape, and you are marrying a woman who absolutely hates you. How do you ever expect to consummate this marriage? And he's like, mm-hmm. well, look at this. What? Look yeah, at he like spreads his beautiful. arms wide and is like, she can't hate me forever, <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> do you not see? No, Seraphine, yeah, Seraphine. as he calls her, because he still doesn't know her freaking name. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, fuck. It's so good. She can. She's not going to be able to resist this. (laughs) He's like doing a burlesque at her. Oh, it's so good. And he's right. So, so now Bridget Mm -hmm. does get Hippolyta, Hippolyta. God damn it, to escape. She helps her escape, and during this time, she is wearing his his purple crushed leather jacket. She has filled velvet, the pockets velvet, with bacon. Velvet. What did I say? <laughs> leather. <laughs> oh, no, it's a crushed leather. It's <laughs> crushed velvet, purple jacket, and um, she's filled the pockets with bacon so that the foxhounds that his father kept, the pack of foxhounds, will follow her and not Hippolyta on the pony. Yeah, she puts Hippolyta on a pony. Yeah, slaps it, and she goes off to the village <laughs> or whatever, and then. Yeah. Bridget goes in the opposite direction with bacon in her pockets, like hoping to scare off the dogs. And she's just like dropping bacon. And this then, is incredibly yes. brave because foxhounds apparently don't, they're not like, you know, beagle or hunt dog, duck dogs that like stop mm. and point and whatever. Right. They just like go and they attack whatever they're supposed to be tracking. Mm-hmm. So that's a big concern, I guess, once she re- like really thinks through her plan and she is running at a breakneck pace. 
Mm-hmm. But don't worry, because a hoof, hoof, a crash of hoofs behind her comes up. He does that thing where he like runs on a horse behind her yes. and then scoops her. He does a scoop. He does a big scoop with both of his man arms. Yeah. And then she is on with him and he is into it. He's like, oh, she has pushed me over the edge tonight. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait like to she get has her done it. She has lost me a wife for the wow. second time. Yeah. yeah, it's sexy, he thinks to himself. And so... He carries her up to his room, and she's like, "You can't." Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says she lost me a wife twice because first she ruined the blackmail, and then she yeah. helped this lady escape. Yeah. But the worst part of it <gasps> was that she was she was trying to leave she's and run away and me. go the other way. It says um, first by blackmailing Miss Royal, and now by actually freeing the heiress. It was almost as if Seraphine, which again he calls her because he doesn't know her name, has <laughs> something against the matrimonial state. But worse, oh. much, much worse, she'd run away herself. That was unpardonable, unforgivable, and unjustifiable. Hit him, shame him, spit at him, oh, anything God. but turn her things. back on him. She could simply she couldn't simply quit the game. That was not allowed. <sighs> shame him, spit him. Spit on him. Do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why didn't we see that? Why didn't we see a tiny humiliate sex scene? You know, just like a rough no, humiliate no, he, sex no. Scene. It wouldn't have worked with these two because everything else they do is humiliate. <laughs> you know, no, not okay. him, him humiliating her. Her doing it to him. That I wouldn't have really been that. Yeah, I would have liked. Oh, that. Really okay, 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 okay. So I'm so sorry. So now he's carrying her yes. in his arms. And when the light hits her, when they go into the castle and he realizes that she filled the pockets of his crushed velvet cape or whatever <laughs> with bacon and then rode it, rode on a pony and then mucked around in the mud for a while, he is devastated. He's he like, says, did it have, did it to, have be- to be the purple velvet? It's almost <laughs> as if you don't like me. She's she's like, I don't like I you. I don't like you. <laughs> and he's like, you're a, ba- you're a liar and you're a bad mm-hmm. one. <laughs> I yeah he talks to, about giving her lying lessons and so then he does undress her and she's like oh i should leave so that you can take a bath and he's like mm-hmm. why she's like oh, well you should have your privacy during a bath and he's like when have i ever wanted privacy from you when i've bathed and she's like okay well i would like to give you some privacy and then he starts undressing yes. her he does undress her completely and she throws her shoulders back and he's like the bath is for you and then she, oh God, and then she stands there like with no shame whatsoever. And so he picks her up and as he's carrying her to the bath, he says, oh, Seraphine, how I will fuck you tonight. Mm-hmm. And she replies, my name is Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> that was all, honestly, that I was just all the consent that he needed. Sure. She gave him I got her it. Christian name. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. But when he was undressing her, she was literally fighting him. No, she wasn't. She was trying to keep her cap on for sure. Only her cap. Only her cap because of her hair times. I'm just saying. Because of the listen. because the only and reason just like she would fuck him about with how the cap she's a on. virgin. He's just like doing That's a big later. speech about how. No, it's not later. Oh, it's it is not, not later. <laughs> it is now. This undressing scene is is very long. It, and oh, she. God, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. It's but pages, I just want, I just, it's a little, girls. it's a little dubious, but My it is, name is Bridget, she says. I am hungry for it. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When, okay. Yeah. When she says, my name is Bridget, instead of, I don't want to do that, then yes. I, it's on TM. Before um, that, it's a little rough. That's all. I am 
Yeah, fine. Yes. Yeah, she. There is a power imbalance, maybe. You know, I'll yes! give you that, Aaron. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. He has taken her captive to his death castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Trash for it. So, so I, now I would like to read a, a quick Bridget. passage, please. That when he has gotten her down to her chemise. Shem- yes. Chemise. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, and he can see her her boobs through the thin material, and the sight yeah. was the most erotic he'd ever seen in his debauched life. And then it said, yeah. he had his hand on her upper arm just in case. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't bolt. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> are you hearing? Are you hearing it? I am hearing everything you just said. <laughs> okay. <out loud>. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So... Now he just like can't handle the name Bridget. He he. I love when he can't handle the name Bridget. His motherboard has crashed. He wanted it to be Seraphine so bad. He did. He goes. He goes like, but it's it's an Irish name. Are are you Irish? And she's like, no, at least not to my knowledge. And he's like, it's such a dissonant name. Bridget. 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 It's like a it's like a bird calling. Bridget. 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 It's so cute. It's like it's like an irritating bird that lives in the bushes and chirps re- repeatedly and uh, ruins one's picnic. Not that I go on picnics, Bridget, 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 Bridget. He's so it's crazy. So He's so funny. And then he does stop dead in his tracks because her hair is being washed right now and like her arms are all up. And her tits mm-hmm. are out of the water and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, let me rinse your hair for you. Let me help you do mm-hmm. a rinse. So let me just, I want to note it for the record that we got a lot of, we got a lot of Melody and Aaron kinks happening right now. Yes. And in the whole book, right? Because this is the richest, saddest boy, Aaron. <laughs> oh, I love a rich, sad boy. And he is... <laughs> But he's the thing is like he's so sad he's crazy. Yes. Like he's he's stopped being sad. He's no. he's traversed he's he's, he's gone he's over gone a bit into maniacal. Yeah, he's, he's gone from <laughs> sad to maniac. And I don't hate it. I know, which I didn't hate, but he's not your traditional sad rich boy in sure. the in my <sighs> Yeah. He's a he's a he's a whole new breed. You know? So, also, in the sickbed scene, we forgot to tell them that he did do my kink, which is the Duke forces you to say his, his Christian name. Yes. Call me Val. Then, Belle. we've got to yes. call me Val. If I'm going to die, I want you to call me Val. Yes. Then, he does a new kink, which is heroin withholds her name. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing I oh, learned about that? myself. <gasps> I do uh-huh. love it. We've got... Listen, we've got so many, we've got so many Melody Aaron catnips. I'm got certain oil that painting, you didn't, that you, the oil, oil painting. <laughs> I'm certain that you didn't hate when she like washes herself in front of him in a very performative way. I, that was a very Melody <laughs> The time. exhibitionist bath times? The exhibitionist like the toe bath washing? The foreplay? Aaron, yeah, he's, I he's asked like, you. <laughs> he's like touching himself to her washing her toes. That was very Melody. Her, her little chubby little piggy toes. <laughs> I also felt like it was fairly Melody that he was completely naked all the time for the yes, first half of the book. Until they And fuck. it was completely closed every, like the first two times. 
And he right? was mostly, yes, he was mostly clothed the first two times they fucked because he so urgently needs to bang her right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that felt very Melody to me. And we've got the murder for reasons. We found Ooh, a yes. new kink, which is take off your bandman in order to preserve it during the murder. <laughs> well, a fancy man, a fancy glitter a, man. Oh my god, is, fancy, is already my pick. so a, a man who wants to protect <laughs> protect his clothes from his reasons murder. Oh, this thing is just riddled with yes. glory. So sorry. So mm-hmm. now she does do this exhibitionist wash times for him. She does wash, I know, she does wash all of her little toesies for him. And then he finally can't handle it when she goes from her toes to her calves to her clit. And then he's like, it's, what more can a man take? And so he picks her up and he tosses her on the bed. This speech, though. Seraphine, 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 will you drive me mad? Scatter my wits to the wind like so much chaff? Leave me a shell of a man broken, hollowed of brain and soul, left with merely a throbbing prick like a mindless goat. Have mercy, <gasps> I plead, O siren of chatelaines and unlovely bonnets. Let my famished mouth feast upon thy sweet, sweet flesh. I am awash in yearning spark. <laughs> yearning spark! So crazy. <laughs> I'm in love with him. <laughs> All right. He's my favorite sad, crazy boy. <laughs> yes. So. So then he does go down on her like a fucking champ. She comes twice. Uh And then he does think she's a virgin and just rams it in as hard as he Shoves it right in. He's not a small man. Then he starts commanding her to come on his cock. And then he Mm -hmm. finally gets to the point where he's so crazy that he doesn't command her anymore. He starts begging her to come on his cock. He says, please come. And then she goes to touch herself. And then he's like, get your fucking hand away from that. And then he does a big press down on her clit and she comes like a freight train. And then he does. There's a bunch of like spurting seed and stuff that happens in this book. If you have like a couple, say you have maybe a couple of words that you can't read in a romance sex scene that gross you out. They are definitely said in this book. There's but it's no also way. going to be said in the most creative combination, a la yearning spunk. Yes. Okay. Like, You'll be okay. It, I'm just letting you know it's in here. Good. Whatever grosses you out, it's in this book. It's in there. Okay. So he wakes up to an empty bed, learns that uh, Hippolyta did get all the way away. His foxhound mm-hmm. never found her. He takes her up to the tower where we do learn all about the Lords of Chaos and all the details that I told you earlier. There are masks involved. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he takes her back to the great foreskin joke that I just super. Oh love. my god, <laughs> foreskin joke. We ha- we can't. We don't have time, but it's so good. But listener, he just starts I yelling about foreskin all the time. There is a foreskin joke that is <laughs> top fucking notch. It's gold. It's really good. It's what it is. So then they do some um, chair sex. Here's something I love. Please. After the first time, he he realizes that she wasn't a virgin, or it oh, wouldn't yeah. have gone that way. Which yeah, again, yeah. dubious consent. He, but he realizes, like, when he shoved it in, she wasn't like, ouch, please stop. Neat. So, right. you know, there's probably something going on there. And he's like, why were you a virgin? I thought you were a virgin. It was completely implied, like, every day. Yeah. And she's like, only by you, all the yeah. time. <laughs> like, you were fetishing, uh, fetishizing it, and I was saying nothing. And he's like, I know, right? Weird that I fetishized it. I've never yeah. thought it was cool ever in my life. Yeah. Something weird's going on here. <laughs> and then he's like... Is there somebody I need to kill or like, what's the deal? 
And she's like, no, no, you don't need to kill anyone. And then they, he asks who it is. And then she's like, should I, do you want to go through the Rolodex of all of your lovers? Then he does talk about how he started at 12 and da, 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 trigger, 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 whatever, whatever. But then they drop it. Then they don't oh, talk yeah. about it anymore. He's just like, he truly didn't care. What he was asking when he said, who did you lose it to? How did you lose it? He was like, did someone rape? That's what he was implying. Mm-hmm. Did someone yes, rape yes, yes. you? Who do I have to kill? And she was like, oh, no, no, totally consensual. And he was like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. And that was it. So now she's looking at him and she's like, it's really unfair that you're never taking off your clothes while we're doing sex because you were nude so much before I was allowed to touch you. And he's yes. like, you noticed. Wasn't I magnificent? <laughs> and she's like, you're the most vain man ever. And he's like, I promise you will be able to see me in all of my glory right after. But I have to be inside you. Is this when he goes through all of the Lords of Chaos stuff with his sister? No, and that's before. Okay. We already. Okay, okay. Listen, okay. there was a whole. Listen. So it's important. Thing, it is it, important. You're right. I forgot it because I didn't want to talk about it, but we have to. It's important. Sure. So, I can do it. I can do it. I'll do it. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Karen, go. Everything. All, all the, the things. things. All the things e- that you might have been worried about at the beginning, they're all here. It's going to happen. So this Lords of Chaos Dolphin Club. When you are initiated into it, they do make you do something completely unforgivable for blackmail purposes. It's very Nexium. It's very collateral. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very like every, you know, government yeah, secret. It's very that, everything that there is. It's very gangs. You know. It's very skull and crossbones. It's very yes. everything. Yes. So if you're initiation, <sighs> you've got to do something really horrible. And so when he was 17, they were going to initiate him. So what they did was they brought his sister in, his half-sister, who was very young. Who was his dad's daughter. Yes. They wanted him to rape and murder his half-sister. But what he did do instead was, like, escaped with her. And that's when he went to Europe and traveled the world and all this stuff. And they have all these conversations about his world travels. Yes. So he got the sister to Europe. Then he came back to England for a minute. And then we find out later that the dad, like, found her in Europe, and because of that, he had some reasons to do some things, which I I guess we Mm -hmm. can talk about later, because it will come up later. It has to. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, the Duke of Dymore comes to have lunch, and she's also supposed to have lunch with him, and it's a big awkward, because the Duke is talking openly about, like, we need to get you initiated, and Belle's like, do we have to go through the whole initiation? Like, I'm I'm me. I'm great. Because like, no. he had already gotten the tattoo of the dolphin on right. his butt, by the way, um, before before they asked him to do that stuff to his sister. So yes. he already has it. So it looks like he's already in there anyway. And the Duke, is, yeah. and, and he's like, oh, no, age old rules. So he's talking about all of this in like only kind of veiled terms. And when that horrible man is leaving... Val accidentally grabs Bridget's hand and he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, fuck. Now this awful man knows that I care about her. And that's like the last Mm -hmm. thing that I want or need or like you have to kill the things you love. Good thing I don't love her, he says to himself. Right. So now they go back to London because he wants to put as many miles between this dude and and Seraphine as he can. But she also is like, hey, don't join that. (laughs) Oh, God. Please don't join pedophile club and he's like i have to i have to join pedophile club because like that's how you get all the power because like not only do these guys like do all this weird horrible stack stuff they also like look out for each other and like then you have the blackmail on everybody and then you're kind of untouchable well and and he finally like so when he was telling her earlier about his sister he like went into like full trauma shakes and like 
you know, mm-hmm. crying and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now mm-hmm. he sort mm-hmm. of goes into the same place and he's like, no, you don't understand. I have to have mm-hmm. the most power because it's the only thing that stands between Eve and you and me from these wolves, like coming to our door and dragging you away mm-hmm. and like murdering you to death. And like, he's really having a, a big scare. Because then you get the dirt on all of them. So then yes. they can't hurt you. And also they did find his mother. Listen, wait, 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 his- wait. But then they do a PTSD fuck that's really hot. And now we can move on to the yes. other thing. Yeah. So his mother <laughs> did put a special letter into a white coffin, <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny coffin. I looked up casket, and it, it's a British Times jewelry box, apparently. But it nope. does sound like coffin. <laughs> a little teeny tiny little Just white coffin. She coffin. stuffed this letter in here. And then she was like, hey, Val, this is, I've written a letter that, like, if I send it to anybody, you will be hanged. And right. I'm just going to put in this little coffin. I'm going to hide it in a little hidey hole. Just so you know that I have it. And then they're, like, in the and house know, She's in bed, like, petting teenage Cal while she's, like, sealing this letter into this yes. tiny ivory coffin. Blech. Yes. And then um, they're in, like, the house, and then they, like, hear a cat meowing. And he's been hearing cats <laughs> meowing the entire time he's there, but he just assumes that they're phantom cats they're phantom due to cats. hallucinations and, like, horrifying mental health issues and trauma so he's just like yep those are the cats those are the cats <laughs> that died and that i killed um so then ah. um they do find that there are real cats living in the wall. there's a mama and 18 and, attended to the kittens and yeah. they are sitting on top of this thing that can hang him it is what we do call a metaphor um because <laughs> really? the mom of the cat has left <laughs> and then the kittens are there all curled up in this teeny tiny little coffin and then he gives it to her and says the information in here will will get Hang me hanged and i'm giving it to you yeah and she's like and she's i like, don't want okay, that okay i don't that's fine and he's like I i'm guess. giving it to you because i know you won't betray me so let's fast forward a bit. They go back to London yes. and he goes to her mom's house because he's he now yes. like knows that because of the white streak, he knows that she's the best daughter of this lady. So he goes he over and he's like, I'm going to be a good boyfriend and I'm just going to like scooch your letters back to you. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for introducing my sister to places. He never uses his blackmail for like real things. All he wanted mm-hmm. from this lady was to like introduce his sister to a few other ladies in town. That's what he wanted from her. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's that. that can be a big deal. That was a big deal in a book. Yeah, I guess in one of yeah, the books. In a, in a couple of books, these, these, yeah. All right, so that can be a big deal. Now it's a big, <laughs> it's a big confrontation because yes, everybody shows up. Lord Care, the son of, you know, her half brother, her, her Bridget's brother, yeah, half brother, shows up and he gets to town, and he's got shock white hair as well because that's the thing that happens with her kids. So he's like, oh, yeah, I just thought, you know, we have an acquaintance. He's telling Lady Care. And then Bridget has found out that he this is where he went. And so she comes mm-hmm. storming in and she takes off her cap because mm-hmm. he like burned her mob cap or something hilarious. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Lord Care sees her and he's like, mother, who mm-hmm. is this white haired lady? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Val <clears throat> again goes off fucking deep it's in. so good like, like kind of makes out with her no, or something so in listen, front of so them he says, grabs he says like her. oh she's my housekeeper and he's like your housekeeper and he goes he grabs her by the, the waist and pulls her close to him and he's like oh yes and a bit more yeah and he looks down at her and he's like shall we go together and she's like 
But he also makes a joke, trigger warning, yeah. about having sex with that guy's five-year-old Listen, daughter. Listen, it's not about that, though. Ju- no, I'm, I'm calling shenanigans on this, justice for Val in this moment. The implication is not that he will actually do this with the little girl. It's that no. everybody in the room, he says, so he's like, he's trying to make a point. Yeah, he's, the little girl says, I don't like you. And she, and he looks mm-hmm. at her and he says, nobody here does, but nobody in this room has a problem with me taking sweet Seraphine out and like debauching her any way I want. What do you think they would think if I did the same thing with you? Because, like, you mm-hmm. are a person of value to these people. He does not direct it toward her. He directs it toward somebody else. Yes. Like, he's not talking to the five-year-old. No, I think he but is, it actually. Is. He does? Yeah, and then she cries. <laughs> she does cry. <laughs> so. Yeah. She does say, I don't like you, and she does cry. Yeah. So then, um, yeah. then finally, Lady Care is like, Lu- Lucas, Lucifer, whatever his name is. Lazarus. Nope, his name is Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> he is. She, this is yours. She's my daughter. And then Lazarus, out of fucking nowhere. I still am confused about why this happens. He does You're come confused and about why punches. He just talked about fucking his five year old I don't think daughter. that's why he does it. I think it's because no? he's now boning his brand new sister. <laughs> I, think, I, think I think that's why it is. Things. I think he's just like, I don't like whatever this is. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> you have disrespected me on every level, sir. <laughs> so, I'm not certain that he's not naked for this scene. <laughs> like, I think it's possible he barged into these people's house naked. He's like, hey, I, I'm, I'm fucking your daughter. This is your sister. I'm fucking your sister. I could fuck your daughter, too. Could, you want me to fuck your mom? I could fuck everybody in here. Look at that. I'm hard. Like, I think it's quite possible he's only wearing a silk robe completely open in this scene. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. So anyway, He's now challenged to a duel, and she's trying to talk him out of dueling, and he's like, there's no way I'm going to talk, that you're not going to do it, because this is ridiculous. Like, how do you not care that this woman stole your rightful life from you? You started working at 12. You could have mm-hmm. been reading. You could have been traveling. You could have been doing all of those things had she just given you to a family that was of her same station or, like, a tiny mm-hmm. bit lower. But no. She made you a housekeeper for the rest of your life. And Mm -hmm. that's nonsense. And so, and he's like, did she just like give you away? Like a basket full of Mm -hmm. kittens? The cat metaphor comes back. Mm -hmm. Cats, cats, meow. (laughs) 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 Mew, mew. And so she's like, listen, if you do this, I'm going to give that hangable letter to the Duke of Kyle. The one that's the the king's man. Uh And he's like, Uh you won't do that. He's calling her bluff. So then she does. She does go give that thing to the Duke of Kyle. Wait, I do want to say one thing. She realizes that killing her brother is something that Val is doing for her, even though she desperately does not want him to do it and has told him to his face. Mm -hmm. It was just that she knew that Val was doing this all for her, (laughs) that in his own way, it was a bizarre show of of loyalty, perhaps even affection. To Val, killing her brother was a bit like handing her a bunch of posies. Because he's batshit crazy. Because I love him. <laughs> oh, nom, nom, trash panda. Nom, 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 nom. Okay, so now the Duke of Kyle stops him in the middle of the duel, and he's like, I have this teeny tiny coffin. I need you to stop now. And Val's like, oh, oh shit. I, I concede the duel. I apologize for everything I did to you in your house. I was completely in the wrong, and now I'm going to go. What? They did have crazy sex <gasps> after That's she gave right. him the coffin. 
where they have like I love you sex and then they do the thing where he's saying like bad words and then she's saying good oh, words yeah. that was super weird and crazy. No, it was so and then he good. takes a full No, it was crazy. And then he takes a full glass of wine and splashes it on, on her, her boots and licks it all. And then he licks it. This is a I mean, hello. Okay, and then I'm so sorry, before this <laughs> so she does give the, the thing to the, the Duke of Kyle. Yeah, sorry, and then he, I, I just couldn't skip over the wine. No, you're right. You had to do Moment. the wine. Now I have to yeah. do the goodbye beach. Because Sorry, yes. <laughs> I forgot. So then she comes back and she's like, he's never going to want to talk to me again. I do need to put his cock in my mouth this at least once. Same, this is the same. This no, is it's the not. Same. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because she's doing it's the speech not. and then he pulls her up. Yes, it is. I think it's two different it scenes, is. but either way, it's glorious. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, boy, and then, and no, it is a different scene because in the end of this one, she says, I love you. Yes. And he is flabbersmasted. It is the same scene. Is it? Yes. Wow. I'm wow. pretty certain. It no, doesn't matter. No, but the okay. good and the bad words <laughs> were after after he had the trauma response. That was the PTSD sense? Listen, it doesn't matter. Okay, so now we're at the duel. The words one was that one. Yes. But the beach one and the wine, and the wine one wine are one in the same. Was this one. The beach and the wine yes, are the same. You are correct. Yes. Oh, we and were the both right. And I love that about we're us. kind of both right. Yeah. So it was anyway. a slash and it was a stab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now. Uh, oh, uh, so then the Duke of Kyle Stops is the like, duel. The duel. He's duel like, done. yep, done. And the, Duel's du- done. the Duke of Kyle is like a bit uh, much. And he's like, what is in this teeny tiny ivory coffin? And he says, oh, that's the rest of my heart. She gave you my heart. Yeah. Sweet. And then he goes home and and just like. It didn't make sense, but it was sweet. It did because of that fake parable that was throughout that we haven't talked about. And I'm sorry, listener. There's this. No, I don't. Parable. Didn't read it. Didn't want to. Hated it. Stopped it. <laughs> didn't want to read it. Didn't. If you. Hey, good morning, writers. If you put a little italics of a different <laughs> In the and all the chapter <laughs> under the chapter numbers or a song or a poem under all the chapter numbers of your book, I'm looking at you, Penny Reed. I am not gonna read it. I'm not gonna read it, Elizabeth Hoyt. I'm not gonna read it, Penny Reed. I am reading one book today, and it is this. Book. I love that shit. Oh, I love it. So anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sure you do. So he goes home, and just like everything else, so she's like. He's never going to talk to me again. I've betrayed him. I've done the worst thing that's ever happened in the world. I have to go. And so she leaves and she gets picked up by her mom and she starts living with her brother and her brother's wife and stuff for a few days. And he, on the other hand, is ready to go home and like basically worship at her feet because he's very impressed that Mm -hmm. she outmaneuvered him again. And she was that like brave to do it. He's like mm-hmm. real ready to yeah. just like lay it down on the line and call her his queen and like mm-hmm. dick her down real good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's gone. And that, in fact, is the worst thing she could ever do to him, as he said before. Right. So he goes yes. into a big depressive Not to spiral. Her, Never to her, to but us. Yes. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. depressive spiral. He's like, nothing matters in the whole wide world because Seraphine's not here. I obviously have no more moral compass because Seraphine's not here. So he does write right. to the Duke of Dymore and he's like, I am ready to be initiated. I may as well have power if I'm not going to have her. Mm-hmm. So then she's walking around on the streets. She does get viciously kidnapped. 
And then three days later, she does show up at, to a rural castle. It's an estate castle. There are torches and men, nude men in animal masks. And it's definitely a Lords of Chaos shindig. Yes. So they, like, tie her hands and, like, put her on an altar. It's very much the slab from the red. It is. Yes. It is. Slash 365. Yeah. So then Dymore looks at um, our plucky hero, who is in a, an animal mm-hmm. mask, but, like, she knows his body, you know, with the golden mm-hmm. crusted chest hairs and or whatever. And knee scar. Yeah. And that, those comely balls. And that penis. And that dick. <laughs> that often angry, red, erect it's, Why dick. is it always so angry? It's and so why are there mad. so many veins in the description Listen, of it? I don't know. I think it should be happy. <laughs> Or sad, sure, but like, why but not? Angry. Why not angry and jubilation for the why not new manic. sensations? <laughs> manic. Yeah. Okay. He definitely has a manic red penis. Okay, Ooh. so anyway, he's like, you need to do whatever you want to her. Uh, you can share her or not. Then you need to murder her up good, and then you're initiated. So Val does grab his big curved gold dagger, and then he looks at her and he's like she's never going to forgive me for doing another big murder a b- another big mm-hmm. naked mm-hmm. murder in mm-hmm. front of her and so he guts Dymore like a fish first he thinks you have to kill the things you love and then he raises the knife yeah. his grand gesture is not stabbing her yeah. that's true <laughs> yes and then congratulations it's over they're together forever now they get married yeah married he becomes, in the epilogue, he becomes the diplomat to the Ottoman Empire, so they get to do oh, all that's those great. travels. They did a lot of, we skipped a lot of it, but they did a lot of talking about traveling in places he'd been and places she wanted to go and yeah. learning languages and learning customs and learning all about the world. Yeah, absolutely. And how they wanted to do that together. So that's what they're doing But now. the epilogue started like this. With a whole page of a different a different book. Do you see those italics? And yeah. I was like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> You're no, like no, double no, 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 no. Two pages. Look at that. There's a second one. Oh my god, there's three. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> my god. From a whole different book. No like, ma'am. Double absolutely not. Anyway, nope. it's a parable that I Googled because I thought maybe it was a real parable. It's not. Is another oh, story Elizabeth so White it read. Was part of this book. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> Well, because well, it didn't have an author on it. And so I was no. like, oh, I wonder why it doesn't have an author on it. Usually it's completely credited. And oh, it's I guess I just thought it was one of those King things Heartless. that was like extra old, you know, that Don't didn't you need feel authors. dumb? Uh, wow. Listen, no? <laughs> listen, I might actually be dumb because I might just be bad at Google. You know, <laughs> we're going to find out how bad I am at Google when everyone emails us about dolphins and Dionysus. We're going to find out exactly how bad I am at Google. No, that's that's not myth anymore. That's fact. That's canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's we've canon. made it fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. That's hedonism's canon. Good. Okay. Okay, Erin, do you have a lady love? Yes, I do. I have a topical lady love. It's going to be short and sweet. Great. Listen, cats. They're for petting. They're for snuggles. Yeah. Cats are for petting and snuggles. They aren't for murdering to teach your child a lesson. Yep. Cats are great. Get a cat. Pet a cat. Look at a picture of a cat. It will cheer you up and it's a lady love. Don't <laughs> murder cats. Don't. That's an extra lady love. Instead, use them for a lady love. Yes. Cats. I like it. <laughs> Mine is also topical. And it is a bonkers book. 
Aaron, there is yeah? nothing that makes my heart sing more than a bonkers book. I fucking love a bonkers book. This thing made me so happy. Start to finish. Okay. Not a single complaint. I fucking love a bonkers book. We know. So yes, get ma'am. those more in your life. Talk to your friends. Oh, I thought you wanted like a... Oh, you were talking about this book that you liked. This current and book in that general, we're talking about. In general. I thought you were going to recommend a different good bonkers book. I was waiting for it. I'm, the no. alien billionaire there's centaur or something. No, there's so many yeah. of them. The alien billionaire centaur is something I would read. Yes. I just thought of it. Write it. Uh, totally. And also, like, maybe my lady love is get together with your favorite romance friends and just specifically ask for the bonkersest book they know about. Yes. And then please post yes. it in our Facebook group. Or tweet it at us. Yes. Reach out to HBs who know about them. Yes. HB Kimberly. Actually, good morning. Hi, good Kimberly. Morning. Hi, Kim. Write that book, The Alien Billionaire Centaur. Yes, please. please. Write it for me. Hello. Thank you. Please. You've Hello. been You've been really writing that erotica lately, and we need Alien Billionaire Centaur. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Hey, guys. You can find us everywhere. You know where to find us. Come find us. Come to our Patreon. There's a bunch of shit happening there that is very fun. So keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love a sad glitter boy who's going to take off his beautiful, beautiful yes. purple jeweled robe. Glitter robe. In order to do a murder with reasons. Yes. And ask you to call him by his name. Yes. But also doesn't know your name. And will go off on long, absolutely nutter butters rants about how glorious you are love yourself as, you, <laughs> as much as you love comely furried balls yeah. <laughs> in an oil portrait of a crazy crazy man uh, in the depiction of a god like no shit like in book two he murders her right like <laughs> like right Book two is him and Hippopotamus, like, you know, <laughs> falling in love because he's accidentally murdered Bridget at some point, right? Like, this guy is got a case of the deep down crazy that can only be cured with mental health care that he is never going to receive. I'm sorry. She's going to have a beautiful, short, happy life. Oh, I'm obsessed with him. Yes, I am too. I mean, I would be there. I, I would be right there. Oh, God. But full on, he would kill you. Full on. And it would be due to a delusion it would. that he had. It would be because of like a night terror or something. Yes. <laughs> or he would get like a suspicion in his brain that <laughs> you were working with them or something. Like 100% he murders this woman. 100%. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. You're such a... All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Hey you! Yes, listener, you! Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. 
We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 